0: Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas a Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. First of all, I'd like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the podcast. I am just so very grateful for each one of you. And you are all in for a very special treat today, as I am so very excited to have with me a brand new diva, Patricia Mortlock, and her and I are going to chat about animal communications. oh man, this is definitely one of my favorite topics so Patricia, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today?
1: Oh, thank you, Joyce. Thank you for inviting me um I'm an animal communicator or intuitive and I speak with um, animals that are living and in spirit. And what seems to come out from that is to also help their moms and their dads. The lives seem to overlap when an animal is brought into my life uh, to be helped. Uh, I'm a Reiki master and I use that to restore balance in some cases, to the animals and to their mom and dad as well. I'm a teacher. I teach animal communication and um, all the aspects and what it uh, might require of you as a person to become quiet so that you can hear. I'm an author and... uh, In general, I would say all that is encapsulated with being an empath, which seems to be a common denominator for all of us who have a developed sense of intuition, and I do believe we can all do this.
0: Oh, Oh, yes. And oh, how I agree with that, that we all can do it if we just be quiet and listen to our intuition. Oh, that was beautiful. Well, you, you do so many things. I love all the animal communication slash intuitive and being a Reiki, Reiki master and a teacher and, oh, and an author on top of that yet. Oh, my goodness. What is the <laughs> – being an author, what is the book that you have written that our listeners could get and could reach out to find your book? What is the name of the book?
1: Uh, the book is called Animals Speak, a Communication with Animals, Both Living and in Spirit. And it's just um, a little conglomeration of my favorite stories. I picked stories that show a depth to an animal that we might not be aware of. Mm-hmm. Stories that... Um, One little guy offered marriage advice to his family One beautiful horse had a diagnosis of shivers Which your your horse lovers will understand And he revealed to me a past life When he was an American Indian pony And he didn't have to wear any of that tack And he was literally trying to shake it off And um, one uh, one little girl who was a tripod uh, dog who lost her leg to cancer and um, had developed an energy bubble because she simply was not told about the depth of her operation. And when she woke up, um, uh, she still was funneling energy to that leg And um, how important it is to talk to them about what we need to do out of love to to take care of them. So it's Mm -hmm. it's a group of stories that um, show a side of animals that we don't know because of our language barrier, which is um, not being able to intuitively uh, listen to them.
0: just sounds beautiful you just touched my heart with some of those stories and oh my goodness I was just thinking of different animals in my life and thinking of different things like that especially with the horse with the shivers because I have one that does a lot of shaking with the tack on and I've Mm -hmm. I've often wondered and that that does really explain it that brings it all around I'm I'm going to have to talk to him about it he hasn't been real open to talk to me about his past so as he is ready I know he'll tell me about it but oh that is beautiful I'll, that is incredible how you can help the animals and help their family to understand where they're coming from and communicating with them letting them know what's, what's happening like with the little dog with the story of with his leg and things like this just being open with him I think is very much just I talk to him just like I talk to anybody they're they're just part of my family so I'm going to talk to them just like I talk to the rest of the family and I tell them where I'm going and what I'm doing and uh, when I'll be back and <laughs> I'm just
1: always telling them something oh that's wonderful to tell them when you're going to be back Oh, because they do understand that. When I leave uh, my uh, cat Billy, I tell him, "Now it's going to be dark for two, for two times, and when it's mm-hmm. light again, that's when I'll be back." He seems to understand: dark to light, dark to light. Okay, mom and dad are coming back home, uh-huh. and so none of oh. none of the none of this talking that you're doing is wasted. Not ever. Not ever, yeah. and um um i I encourage it, and I think it's actually necessary just for their well being and the mm-hmm. more you talk to them, the more they understand that you can hear them. Mm-hmm. My little boy, uh Billy, doesn't even meow anymore; he just sort of grunts <laughs> <laughs> they'll they actually reduce their speech level down to, okay, she's going to understand me, so I'm just going to say, mm, and then now it's dinner time, mm, okay, now you have to brush my hair, and uh, there was a time in my life when I uh, was went through a relationship breakup, and I had, I brought my Cornish Rex to my parents' house, and we lived there for a couple years, and my parents are hard of hearing, and by the time I left, um, Romeo was actually screaming that he wanted to go outside. That He realized he had to raise his voice so that they could hear him and uh-huh. go outside. And that, that took a depth of understanding in him that we don't quite, you know, understand.
0: Right, right. Oh. I just feel too. It, they just understand so much. It's like my little red healer Groucho. He has some his, hip issues, and a lot of times he doesn't. He doesn't get around like he'd like to. And when he starts panting, I'm like, okay, do you need a drink? So I'll go get him water and put it in front of him. And he always drinks. It's like, okay, I know how to get a drink. Mom will bring me a drink. Or <laughs> I'm gonna start patting. It's time to go outside now. Or yeah, I you just you learn to read each other because I always say he can read me better than any anyone, and we read each other. And through our eyes, I can see through his eyes so much. He talks so much through his eyes, and I just I love that. <laughs>
1: Oh, they they all do communicate differently. And our intuition operates uh, uh, differently as well. When I teach a class, I think that's the most important thing I teach is to ask people, how are you receiving your information? Do you see it in your forehead? Do you hear it in your ears? It might not be an audible sound. It might not be speech. But we do hear in our inner ear. Are you feeling it in your solar plexus? Is that how you know? You know, Groucho needs a drink. Do you feel it there, or um, you know, tactilely? Do you um, you know? Are you feeling dry in your mouth? It's um, as soon as we become aware of how we are receiving our information. And that sense begins to grow in us and be, uh, communication becomes much simpler because we know our strengths.
0: Yes. Oh, that was beautiful because that was just the question I was going to ask. How how do you teach to people about the animal communication and is it just by hearing? And you just answered that right into it on the seeing, the hearing, and the feeling. Do you feel that through your teaching, there is one way that is more dominant than the other? Or are they all pretty much equal in different people?
1: I find that it, uh, we all have our gifts in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. I, I seem to see in my forehead, and I also hear, and sometimes those two things are go off at the same time. I do an exercise in my class when I take a paper bag and I put something in there. And as the exercise, I have the students um, describe what they're seeing or feeling. And then next to what they might be seeing, I have – maybe they'll see the color blue. Maybe I'll have Mm -hmm. a blue scarf in the bag. And they'll they'll write down Mm -hmm. blue. Right next to that, they'll write down that they saw it. Um, Mm -hmm. Next to that, they might uh, write down uh, that they feel water because this blue scarf has sort of a wavy blue um, texture to it. So that exercise helps them to become concrete. Now, I saw the blue. I felt the waves Mm -hmm. of the water. I also mm-hmm. felt that it was soft. I felt that in my solar plexus, and um, that is so. That's very empowering to know how you are are be- getting your intuition, and I find that yeah. it's different for for everybody. I don't um, my least strong sense is the taste, mm-hmm. um, and yet some people um, have that as their strongest sense. So, it all of those are honored and respected as just being your way.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that is just beautiful. Wow. I hadn't even thought about the taste. So, yeah, like even in the blue scarf, if they had a salty, maybe a salty seawater taste in their mouth or something like that. Mm-hmm. That oh, That is, that's incredible. I love that exercise too. It kind of brings out and lets them, lets them connect themselves with how they receive it, where maybe they weren't even thinking about it. Because it's, for me, it's, it kind of comes, it's there, it's just realizing it. It's not a screaming, usually a screaming one. It's something that you need to pay attention to, like you said in the beginning, to be quiet and listen. And just listen to what your inner self is feeling or hearing or seeing or tasting. So, oh, that is awesome. That is so, so neat.
1: (laughs) In in most cases, I'm sorry. Mm
0: -hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: In, In most cases, um, those of us who are born with intuition have been doing it since we were childs, children. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we really do not think about what's happening because it is who we are. Mm-hmm. And um, my first recollection was when I was about five and my our uh, pet dog was passing away And um, I realized that I had a headache and my stomach hurt and I didn't understand it. It must have been my most profound uh, experience to that point um, because I had been doing it all along. And I decided this is too scary and I shut it down for years. So uh, you can go right into adulthood having these gifts and not realizing it Uh, I often say that I wish that I had had a mentor who had spotted this in myself somebody that Mm -hmm. says oh this little girl is feeling stuff, she reacts when there's a lot of noise around Um, she cries when she's overloaded that would have been such a huge help so for somebody to outline it And say, notice if this is happening. Notice where you're hearing. Notice what you're seeing. Suddenly brings it into our cognitive mind. Oh, wow, I do that. Oh, this is something that I can do. Because up to that point, it's just who we are. And yet it remains scrambled sort of in Mm -hmm. our bodies and in our minds until it is defined. It can almost be upsetting until it's defined.
0: Well, oh, I can relate so to that because that is that is just so beautifully said because I myself have always felt it was so easy to communicate with the animals. Anytime I was stressed growing up or any anytime I wanted to just get away from everything, it was always to my animals I went. And it was like mm. I, I could just feel such a peace come over me when I was with them. And the the troubles were gone, and we could Mm -hmm. just be together. And I was like, why why am I like this? So, yeah, it would have been so nice if growing up and it's maybe something that people can realize now as they listen and with their own children to say, Okay, they do have a special connection with the animals, in a way that uh, this is where who they go to, and they can communicate with them, and and really help bring that out in them. Rather than it's just, I always thought, well, that's just just me. I'm different, and I like to be with my animals. So, mm-hmm. but yes. Oh, it, how beautiful it's that kind was!
1: Of, it's, it's kind of funny that it seems like there's one of us per family mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. seems like we bring we bring that sensitivity to the family but it's not necessarily recognized so maybe that's the way we build our, our strength on it is that we we are having to do it alone until somebody recognizes I'm not exactly sure
0: I would agree with you too because yes we You do do it alone until someone recognizes it. And sometimes it's not until into your adult years that you really start to come to terms that, yes, it is, it is there. It is a gift, a divine gift mm-hmm. that you have received to be able to be able to communicate with these animals and that you can understand them and in all different ways. So, oh. Yeah, that is that is just beautifully beautifully put. And that was just the question I was going to ask you when you started in about it. I was gonna ask you when when did you start feeling that you could communicate, but you just answered that way back when you were a child growing up. You felt that you were communicating with the animals and then just it over time you just no there isn't I think I feel it's starting to come out more and In the past, it hasn't been recognized as much, but there's so much more now about animal communication and how animals can help us and what they can do for us. And you just see different things coming out all the time about that. And I just, I love that. I love that. And you like promoting this book that you have written, Animals Speak, Communication with Animals, both living and in spirit. So that is just beautiful. Now, as I say in spirit, how how do you how do you communicate with the ones that have passed and have messages to bring back to their families to tell them different things because a lot of people feel when they're gone they're gone and no they're right there with us then it's just <laughs> listening to them in a different form
1: <laughs> right it's it's just as easy for me to hear them in spirit and in a lot of cases, that same personality that they had here is the personality that I meet on the other side. Um, uh, one one little girl touched my heart. Her name is Gabriella. Um, I started to communicate with her. Her mom came to me, and and. Uh, the way i started off is we have a phone conversation and then the client tells me their questions that they have and she said that uh, gabriella was the love of her life and that she had passed and um uh her mom was just adopting a baby and she thought that gabriella had left so that there would be room for this new baby to come, come into her life and when I spoke to Gabriella, um, it was actually hard for me to break through to her, and then finally, mm-hmm. when she began to speak, she said, "I don't we- first, I have to say that her speech was angelic. Do you remember in The Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. when the fairy godmother would speak?" She had a wonderful mm-hmm. angelic voice. Well, this is mm-hmm. how Gabri- Gabriela spoke, and she said, I, wow. "I do not wish to speak." She said, "Our relationship was too sacred," and oh, so I had wow. to go. I had to go back to her mom, and I had to tell her that Gabriela won't speak to me because she mm-hmm. thinks that your relationship was too sacred. And I said, "Would you give her?" Um, your permission that
0: mm-hmm.
1: that it's okay that she speaks to me, and so she mm-hmm. quietly asked and told Gabriella that it would be fine that she could speak mm-hmm. to me, and that she gave permission. And uh, her mom had a list of questions that um, she wanted answered, mm-hmm. and um, I put, went back to Gabriella and I promised. I said, if you speak to me I will not reveal the contents of the reading that will be between you and I. I understand the sacredness here. And so mm-hmm. she began to answer all of her mom's questions and um part of the reason was that that she wouldn't speak to me is that her and her mom had a lot of secrets. Just girl secrets. Oh. And oh, she really? didn't want to betray her mom to give away any uh-huh. secrets, and she held that as a sacred relationship so, oh, wow. eventually she oh. answered all of the questions, and um, I have changed her name in the book because I mm-hmm. promised not to tell and uh-huh. i don't I don't give any details of the reading because I promised. And I consider mm-hmm. that a sacred promise. When I promised them
0: mm-hmm.
1: something, um, like a little little Jordy, um, his mom came to me and gave her a list of questions. And when we were speaking on the phone, Jordy, she said, "You can't believe how animated Jordy has become." And I checked in with him, and he said, "When are we going to do this? When are we going to do this?" And I said, "Soon." Uh-huh. And so when uh the day for me to do the reading, I do my reading quietly first uh, mm-hmm. I go in my bedroom and I light a candle, and I open the conversation so um uh that's how I start the the reading and then I transcribe it and then when I call his their parents were back on the line, you know we're back together and they're welcome to ask any questions that they like. So, when I started the reading with Jordy, he intentionally was ignoring me. Now, here was a little little boy who was jumping up and down, running around the house out of excitement, wondering when we were going to talk and now he's ignoring me. So, I couldn't get through to him, so I closed down the the session out of respect. So the Mm -hmm. next morning, I was meditating, and suddenly, Jordy pops in, and he says, do not ask me that question, and I knew immediately what he meant. In -hmm. the list of questions that his mom had sent me, one of the questions was, um, my partner and I may be separating, and I want to know, who would Jordy like to live with? that was the question he said do not ask me and i i oh. i knew exactly and i promised i said i will not ask you that question jordy mm-hmm. and so then then the reading started and jordy began mm-hmm. to give me marriage advice for his mom and her partner on how they could stay together. And he went on and on. I think there were about seven or eight points that they needed to do to get their marriage back on track. And he said, Mm -hmm. I will spend equal time with both of you. And um, he said, you have to separate for six months. You're too reactive at this point to get along. You're both Mm -hmm. to go away and work on yourselves to become the people that you want to be. And then at the end of six months, um, a psychologist or a mediator is required for you to work out the final details. And um, I know, he gave it marriage advice. And um, Mm -hmm. uh, after a while, I heard from his mom and she ended her her email by saying we are all together. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh that is just beautiful. So oh wow. They, they they followed his advice. They did what he said. Uh-huh. I I uh-huh. never asked him who he wanted to live with. That was my promise. Uh-huh.
0: And yeah. um
1: they worked it out.
0: Oh. Oh how beautiful. Oh what a beautiful story. Oh that is incredible. Wow, I love that. That's that is quite something. They are so they are so connected with us if we will just listen. Oh, that is just wonderful. Oh. Patricia, this interview, as I knew, would just absolutely fly by. This is you have given so much beautiful, beautiful information for our listeners to take. And how can they um, receive your book, connect with you when they hear this and say, this is a woman that I want to look at her book, I want to read it, and I want to connect with her. What are the best ways for them to do this?
1: Um, they can go on um on my website which is www.animalsspeak.pet and okay. we can connect um, the quickest way um, on my email which is pat.mortlock mm-hmm. at yahoo.com and um mm-hmm we can talk about a reading and all that that entails and i would just be delighted to hear from your listeners on this platform because i know that we are all of like mind here and mm-hmm. and they can receive my book too on amazon.com um mm-hmm. animals speak/patricia mortlock and um okay. uh, i would be blessed
0: Oh, oh, how beautiful. Yes. Well, and now you've given the listeners how to connect with you. And my question for you is, will you please consider returning to my Robust Lifestyle show again and share some more of your valuable information with our listeners? Because this this half hour has gone way too quickly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Joyce, I would be delighted. It would be my pleasure.
0: Oh, well, thank you. That made my day. I am excited. Well, thank you so much, Patricia, for being my guest today. And you have a magical day.
1: And you do the same. Blessings to you, Thanks.
0: Thank you. You are so welcome. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this interview with our amazing new diva, Patricia Mortlock. She gave you all her links, so be sure and connect with her and share this show with all your family and friends and check out all the other hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. Have a fantastic day. And remember what she said, just take time, be quiet, and listen to your animals. And be kind to all. Give your animals that great big extra hug and share Mm -hmm. all your love with them. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care.